Joshua chapter 1 from verse 1 to verse 7. As we said, we welcome those of you who are visiting with us for the first time, whether you are here in our branches or you are just tuning in for the first time, whether you are in the main auditorium, in the foyer, in the youth hall, no matter how far you are, we welcome you in the name of the Lord, in the dome, in the classrooms. Joshua 1, I read the New King James Version. It reads as follows. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise. Tell your neighbor, arise. arise. Tell your neighbor again. You need to arise, neighbor. Arise. Now, therefore, arise and go over this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. From the wilderness of this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the lands of the Hittites, and to the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your territory. You see, there are things that God has marked out and he has put your name on them. And those things are your territory. It might not be territory in terms of land, but there are things that God says you are going to achieve. God has a plan for your life. He has a destiny for your life. And God hasn't meant for you to fail in that destiny and to fail in that plan. There are things that you are destined to achieve. You are a woman of destiny. You are a man of destiny. Yeah, how You are somebody who has been in the mind of God. That's why he says it in the book of Jeremiah. He says, I know my plans for you. Yeah, he says his plans to do you good, to give you a future and an expected end. Yeah, you are not an accident. You are not a by the way. You are not an afterthought. You are a man of destiny and a woman of destiny. Look at your neighbor who doesn't say amen or wawana. That's why you are missed by blessings because Udutsi saw you are not even saying anything. And that's what God is emphasizing to Joshua. He says, you see, from this place to that place, that is your place. Then he tells him in verse 5, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. And then he gives him a promise. He says, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. You know, our greatest, our greatest comfort and strength is that God is with us. I'm telling you, of all the things I'm thankful for, is to know that God is with me. Through all the twists and turns of life and the ups and downs of life, to know that God is with me. Yeah. When God is with you, Bazalana, it doesn't matter who is against you, God will see you through. It doesn't matter how long it takes, God says, I'm with you. In other words, he's telling him, listen, I've already decided what belongs to you. I've already worked out supernaturally and apportioned it to you. Heaven already knows that in the books and the records of heaven, that belongs to you. That's your destiny. That's your goal. That is your vision. That's where you're going. And not only have I designed it for you, I'll be with you. I'll walk with you every step of the way. I'll be with you. So we don't have to question God or we don't even have to wonder if God will help us. See, it's not a matter of us getting more anointed. We don't need to hear any more word from God. We don't need any more intervention. You don't need anything more. So the next verse, God says in verse 6, be strong and of a good courage. Why? For to these people, you shall divide the inheritance which I sought to their fathers to give them. God says, you will do it. 
Whatever I said is yours, you'll achieve it. Yeah. However, you need to be strong. You need to be courageous. Isn't it amazing? God is not saying to him, pray more. As good as prayer is, as important as prayer is, as vital as prayer is, there are certain things you can pray so long and not take any step. And some of you, that's your problem. Look at the say the way to think. There are certain things you have to get to your point. I've prayed like my, my grandmother used to say, Tell your neighbor, Explain it to them if they don't understand what you're saying. It's enough. It's enough. And unfortunately, Christian people sometimes hide behind prayer to justify their inactivity. Yeah, I'm praying about it. Yeah, Mara, it's been 10 years. When are you moving? Can you rap like a sister old? Hi, ladies, man, encourage me, man. Ring a man, man, how? Some of these guys, they must move. Can you rap like a sister old? Can you rap like a sister old? Verse 7. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Don't turn from it to the right or to the left. So God says two things. You need courage to fulfill your destiny. You need courage to divide the inheritance to the land, but also you need courage to obey my will, to obey my commandments. In other words, you need courage to be single-minded in obeying God. Yeah. See, some people can't, can't just have the courage to do what's right because you're surrounded by so many wrong people. Yeah. I've been talking to many people, Bazalana, in our church. Some of you, you're working in institutions that are poisoned. Poisoned. Mm. I was so sad Three weeks ago, two weeks ago, I went to my old church, Dutch Reformed Church, United Reformed. That's on the Sunday year Christmas. It's not long. Just last week, week before last, yeah. So, you know, I, I, I decided to go to my old church. I just wanted to go to my old church. I just wanted to go to the fellowship. <laughs> so I came to the 7 o'clock service that I went to my old church, United. I was so emotional, was sitting there. Oh, they were so gracious. They wanted me to preach. I said, no, I don't want to preach. I just came here. They're so happy. We're here to produce a bishop. Shaba yaba. But then I met somebody, this lady. <coughs> she was there with the mom. So after the service, you know, I met them. And there were so many other people. Some people I had taught in Sunday school. If I can show you the pictures, you won't believe. It was such a great thing, you know. And then she tells me something about the younger sister whom I know, whose son was brutally murdered in one of our provinces. He came in to work as an auditor in a state institution. And as he was auditing, he started discovering Now, I don't know in English what you call mshiga shiga. So you can explain to the person there was a lot of mshiga shiga. There was a lot of shigi shiging. Yeah. And, 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 and this guy, when he wanted to do something, the other people said, don't. They said, don't. For it, but I'll close these people. But him wanting to do right. And this is why I feel so sad. Was around. 
Yeah. Yeah. We've allowed rot to permeate our systems such that the one who's trying to do right is the odd one. Yeah. But this boy decided I'm going to expose the corruption. Two weeks later, they trailed him, killed him, brutally murdered him. So I'm thinking about the next auditor who's coming in. And you know, you know, Mazalan, in our nation, it's not that we don't know what to do. We do. But it's going to take courage for some of us. Yeah, I said it in the first service. I said it on New Year Eve. I mean, the very thing that has been produced by our ruling party, and it's, it's, this is an open secret. You all know they are talking about it. I'm not The very thing that they produced to say this is what they're going to do now that Ramaphosa is in. It's the same document that they produced in 2000. They may have changed the, the wording and the semantics, but it's the same document. So there's nothing new. The only thing I shot down is courage. I tell you what, Sanan, you need courage to fulfill your destiny. Uh. Oh, come on, come on. Come, come. Some of you, you need courage just to clap hands in church. You just need courage just to, to say amen to your preacher. Yeah. Some of you, you're working for poisoned companies. Yeah. It's hard as a woman sometimes when you want to advance your career. To advance hunter and you qualify in all things, but there's this guy who wants you to pay by sleeping with him. It takes courage to say, not this one. This body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now I know, you will lose the job. I've spoken to many people, they've lost jobs. But it's going to take courage for us to turn things around in this nation. I don't know all, all there is to the story, but I was watching on News 24. And by the way, well done to our matriculants. Well done, guys. Well done. Proud of you. Proud of you. And, and I, I noticed what Panyaza Lusufi, our leader, has done. There may be other criticisms, Masalana. There'll always be something. But I admire him personally for the courage that man has. Yeah. To try and bring in certain systems. I mean, when he said we want the paperless classes, and then we went and bought iPads and they were stolen, many of them. Anything you try, let me tell you, anything you try, and you try to defy the norm, you're going to need courage. I'm telling you, some of you, you're going to need courage in your home. The home you come from. Just to go to church in jail, just to go to church. You need courage because you wake up in the morning, everybody's sleeping. They don't go to church, they don't want to hear anything about God. You're trying to live right, and they're criticizing you. It's very strange. When you're trying to do what's right, or we get a beating. You know, it's very strange. You know the way to say, thank you. No, no, I'm a preacher. I'll talk to the nation. I'm a leader. I've got to talk to our nation. But man, it takes courageous men and women. Because the rot is in all systems. Bonenstein off. It's not that those officials that wear suits and Louis Vuittons didn't know about the rot. They knew. 
But even those who knew wouldn't say a word. I remember, I will not tell you the company. One of our members started working for one of the major companies in our nation. I won't even tell you what they're trading in. But it's a true story. <laughs> he came to me after working for that company and you know, he was so shocked that he was stammering when I was talking to him. He said, we, 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 we went on a chartered flight. I mean, this company is so, is so rich. They, they charter flights to, to, to fly internationally. They went to another country. <laughs> it's a true story. <laughs> and when they got there, as you were sitting, they were sitting in the, in the boardroom with all these top officials. Then they, they were talking and then they realized that in the allocation of money, there was some other money that was allocated with a very interesting allocation and description. So, you know, Yana, is new. And that's the thing. But when you are new, when you are still innocent, huh? when you don't know that these things exist in the corridors of power, yeah, you are more aware of somebody who is going to learn to come up on your mall. When you don't know that the guys at the top are the most corrupt sometimes. Yeah. The very ones who will, who will, who will say these people here whatever. They're the worst. Presidents of countries. Big companies. Leaders of churches. Bishops. Yeah. Things that are done at the top. You know, sometimes I was speaking to one leader and he said to me, and we were in a meeting of Baruti, he said, you know, the way things are more, you can come here and get demons instead of getting more anointed. <laughs> yeah, because there's just something about power. There's just something about fame. There's just something about finances. There's just something about that. That it takes a lot of courage to say no. I'm telling you. Then when you get there about a half hour to you don't know this is how it's done. So this guy said, I'm sitting there and I'm watching. So Akira Umuncha. So he he asked I see I see this invoice. I just don't understand this allocation. The, the big CEO next to him come. <laughs> yeah. He said, I, 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 I hate <laughs> Later on, he discovered it was a bribe. No, not 80,000. Billions. Yeah, and these things that, that's the things that the, the, the newspapers don't talk about. Yeah? Corruption of the corporate sector, which stinks. Stinks. So when you're in these systems, when you're leading in these systems and you are chosen, it's not easy to say, I'm not going <laughs> to... Because they know how to remove you in a justifiable way. And nobody will know why you were removed. And not only will they remove you, they'll close every available door for you because these people have power. We need courage. And God says to Joshua, Joshua, you don't need more prayer. You don't need more anointing. 
You don't need to even wait on me to hear any more anything. You already know what you must do. Like many of us. You already, you've written down the New Year resolutions. You already know. All you need is courage. Let's define courage, Bazalan. <laughs> I like the way to think at Look at your neighbor and say, Shabaya. God says, if you have courage, first of all, before I define courage, he says, if you have courage, you will prosper. That word prosper, we, we talked about it, is a causative word. It means to be circumspect, circumspect rather, and hence intelligent. When God brings you to that place of prosperity, there's a certain way of thinking and being circumspect that comes to your life. That word means as well to consider, to expect, to instruct, to prosper, or to be prudent, where you handle things in a truthful way, in an honorable way, in a calculated way. You know how to pace yourself. You don't stretch yourself. You don't go where you cannot do what's right. That word, it also means to be skillful. See, God, see, oftentimes when people have come up with solutions, there is nothing extra that they got that was not already on earth. Hey, you missed that. Oof. That's a huge point. There's a time when mankind lived without electricity. Lived in caves, used oil or whatever type of fuel to light up. And the light was very minute. But then a few years later, discovered electric. Huh? Pardon? Huh? 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 Thomas Edison Kiwa globe. Kiwa the light bulb. I'm talking about electricity. Man? Newton. Newton. Isaac. Isaac Newton, serious? I encourage you. Google. You mean all of us we don't know Kumangwa electric? Gee, are you telling? Kill taboo, isn't it? Shabaya, I can't taboo for it. So whoever it is, are we Mosasol? I'm joking. But do you realize whoever discovered electricity, there was nothing extra that they used that was not already on earth. Listen to me, listen to me, listen carefully. Whatever they used to discover electricity, they used elements and whatever substances, whatever that was already on earth, which means, which means the people who lived without electricity were surrounded by answers. But they lived a life that was below the resources that were surrounding them. So when God says, I'll make you prosper, he's saying, I will give you divine ability to know how to make your project work. Yeah. There are people who are unemployed, but they have studied so much. They have so much knowledge. If just they can use it. So they are surrounded with answers. But Because remember, most of these things that came up, even some of the things that it used and the 
Somebody mixed one chemical with another. And then they discovered something that solved another problem. In fact, there are some medications, I won't say much, Katsiding. I know where you are going with this. You're already laughing in this area. Maybe you're already using that medication in this area, I won't say. I don't know how many of you know how Viagra was discovered. <laughs> you know, I like you, my brother. You must sit here every Sunday and say amen to myself. It was, for, it was for, for, the, for the heart. Yeah. When Viagra was discovered, they, they, they were trying to treat somebody who had a heart condition. They were not trying to, to <laughs> enhance anybody's performance. <laughs> it was discovered by default. Mara, it was discovered because somebody mixed something with something that was already there. That's why some of you who never take a step and do something, you'll never discover. I'm telling you, I've realized, when you take a step to do things, it's not only that that you learn. No, there's other things that you, by, by coincidence, it's an unintended outcome. And in the first service, I was telling them that that's why it's important for you to get your small victories and your small wins and be courageous in achieving just those New Year resolutions. Maybe some of you, your new resolution, Father God, why is it? I'm going to come out. I'm going to It's been a long time. How about it? No, 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 I, I, I no. I know it's a silly example, but note this. You've tried diets all the other years. You stopped in midday. You didn't see your process through. Why? Because everything you are going to do, you see, I will define courage in a while. Everything you're going to do is going to have obstacles. That's why you need courage. Any goal, it doesn't matter how small. How many of you are about to but here's the nice thing. If you can see that process through, the lessons and the discipline you learned in that small Lanyana process are the same ones that you will use somewhere else. It's the same principle. Before David killed Goliath in public and killed this big guy, he handled the small anyana lion and the small anyana bear. Mamelam, in private with nobody looking. Some of you this year, my prayer is that don't have 10 goals, don't have 15 goals, just two goals. One of them can open them out. Mara, see that process through this year. Why? Because if you can demonstrate courage here, you'll demonstrate courage there and there and there. Yeah. Yeah. Pasalana, what you need is that first victory, no matter how small. Some of you, your first victory is just to learn to come to church or last there until July. This year. Scara how winter eater. 
Then you stop coming to church. Some of you, your goal is to go to month end. Because you have to go to last year. Month end, you have to go to the shop. I don't know if you have to go Some of you, if you can discipline yourself, just this year you will tithe. Because some of you, you think it's all shorter if you will take out 10%. You just need to be courageous and say, what's a Lanka shorter? If you can, if you can learn here, you'll have it there. You'll have it there. You know, looking at what God's doing through Bishop Dakiwat, must have built a huge Bible school in an area called Mampong. A huge, you haven't seen anything that large, big. Now I remember their first church in Kolegono. <laughs> Even now, Woo. Jesus, hey. Oh, that place is no. <laughs> but you know, I remember we've had this discussion with him because we're of a kindred spirit when it comes to how to handle money. This is what we believe. You always want to pace yourself when it comes to money. Don't try to go for what you can't afford. Right? And be content with where you are. You don't have to try and, 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 and impress anybody. Come on, guys, you're learning something powerful today. That, that's, that's how we believe. My wife and I, after we got married, we stayed in a back room. That's what we could afford. Yamara, yeah, you are a pastor of a church that has 2,500. I know. My salary. My salary. Some of you need a revelation of that. Eh? My salary was not compatible. It didn't match. So I had an option. Either I pressurize the board to give me more money or I toy toy or I come up with fake miracles and get people to give me money. I had that. I had, oh, I had those options. No, no, I had those options. Either I prophesy to people that I see God just said that 10,000 in your bag. Receive and bring it here. Oh, I had options. Now, that's the easier route. But that's a non-sustainable route. Because it's a route where you have to come up with the, 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 the razzmatazz, the spectacular, you have to lie, prophet lie. You have to resort to all kinds of shenanigans just to get the results. You can do that, but that is not sustainable, comrade. You know what I mean. So I had to learn. Never combat taxi, we didn't have a car. We can't have taxi. First car we bought, I was so happy it was a second hand car. That's what I could afford. Yeah. But what happens is that, you learn how to make your money stretch here, you'll know how to make it stretch there. Yeah. So today, some of you, you can't get cash. No, 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 no. It's not a discipline that's at it now. Ah. Ah. In private. You're not hearing what I'm saying. I'm saying that's what God wants to do in your life. Some of you this year, you must learn to be debt free. Yeah. Or you must learn not to live a life where you're trying to impress others. Your regular cell phone, the latest 10,000 marauna airtime. 
Look at your neighbor and look at their cell phone. Look at their cell phone. Just examine their cell phone. The Bible says let everybody examine their brother. Examine. I know it doesn't say that. That word prosper means to have good success. God says, if, if, if you will do what I told you, if you will have courage, you'll have success. Not just success, but good success. Now, that God qualifies the kind of success already tells us that success is not the same. You can have good success, but you can also have bad success. Yeah. You can succeed, you lie, you cheat, but you are doing well. And I was reading that during the week. Actually, my bishop was quoted that, and I was reading some of it. You know, when the Bible says, hey, he says, don't envy the unrighteous. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You, you see, I know why, I know why some of you, it's, I know it's biting. I know it's biting because why? We are in an environment where it's very difficult to get things in a proper way. Yeah. For people to be able to prosper you, they steal other people's business ideas. Take the stuff of other people. Huh? Run away with the money of joint ventures. All kinds of things. Now it takes courage to do it the right way because if you are in a poison system, if you're in an environment where people just yield to doing, people no longer care about how they got there. So it's not like an issue as long as I get there. I was thinking about it, you know. You know. That's why we see sometimes some of our artists, our musicians, things become so bad for them. Because they, have, they didn't grow into their success. They succeeded whilst they were still very undisciplined. We don't record up in a one at home. Dun, 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 dun. I won't dance, came root. And what did they do? It wasn't because they sang well, what I know they put it on social media. So they had one million hits. Overnight they were a success. If you check, many of those people they can't sustain that. No, no, no. Because they didn't grow into it. Success about words modium. They were still raw. What God wants is for you to grow into it. And when the breakthrough comes and you already have character, you can sustain. You, you, you don't become an, a, a one-hit artist. After you, you got your breakthrough, all already now you are on drugs. Just two weeks later. So, because how gradually you didn't have the discipline to know how to handle it. You just went wild. You just went bizarre. Through a party, drank, drugs. Because you, you just never grew into You didn't know how to succeed and still manage your passion. To be famous, but not allow fame to get to your head. It takes courage. I'm telling you. Takes courage when you know you are doing everything that's right, but you're not seeing the results that you want. But you're going to stay with it. 
Why? Because not only does God wants to grow your project, God wants to grow you. Yeah. So that when God brings you to that place of a big assignment, you have the character and the qualities needed. That even when you're surrounded with power, it doesn't go to your head. You don't treat yourself as a demigod. People don't have to sacrifice their, their, their integrity and their innocence for you to be fair to them. Takes courage. Yeah. Takes courage, Bazanana, to live right. Takes courage to be the leader of a company and be fair and not favor anybody. Takes courage to see good in other people that people don't like. Takes courage to stand up for the truth when people are ganging up against somebody for no reason. I see God giving you courage this year in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Let's define courage, but I'm going to close quickly. Courage means the ability to do something that frightens one. God acknowledges, yes, I know you'll be afraid. It's not easy to speak up when everybody's quiet. <laughs> I remember the one brother once went to some meeting, and you won't know what kind. And let me qualify, it wasn't a political meeting. There were going to be elections in that whatever. So it was his first time. So they had booked in at this hotel, there was going to be a conference and then elections. And then, then there was a brown envelope that got under his door at night. He didn't see this when he wakes up. Brown envelope. And the brown envelope had a lot of money and just a short note say, vote for so and so. I want to say it again. It wasn't politics. So you don't know what I'm talking about. I want to say it again and put a big disclaimer. It wasn't politics. Or political party, nothing. So because he's new, you know when you are new and naive, you know I didn't say. You ask questions that you're not supposed to ask. So when they came to the meeting, or some of you you have experience. I can see from the way you are laughing. Look at your neighbor who's laughing with experience. You say, How can't you wait? Sorry. Somebody got this under the door of my room by mistake. And everybody was going, man, this guy. <laughs> so nobody, nobody spoke up. You know who it is, eh? Nobody speaks. Nobody. He only finds out afterwards during lunch. Somebody am lata ramara wena pa rewena ba. Are why? I don't know. I understand you. Are But it's amazing that when he had the courage to speak up. Now watch this. It's not that people don't know that's wrong. You see that? You see that's the thing about this. It's not that we don't know. It's not that you don't know that what you're doing is wrong. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not. You know. But you don't have the courage. Yeah. 
Why? Because when you say no, you stand a chance of being ostracized, maligned, hmm? kicked out, hmm? castigated. Use all kinds of words. When, when you do that, people say, we get a bit So it takes courage. It takes courage to, to, to commit to your marriage. Through thick or thin. Yeah. And it's not that you're somewhere else. I know you want to act like you don't know what I'm talking about. It's okay. It's okay. Just, just act like you don't know. But it takes courage to not yield to those things. It takes courage to build your home again. It takes courage as a church leader. Do not fidget. Libo my shoes. It does. Oh, it takes a lot of courage. Okay. It's not easy, Basalan. All of us, we have options. Whatever level you are, you have options. And God says to Joshua, all you need, eh? if you want to fulfill your destiny, Joshua, you just need courage. Which is what? The ability to do something that frightens you. It means strength in the face of pain or grief. Dictionary.com defines quality as the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty. You have to face your Goliath this year. Hey. Face that chocolate cake and say, I'm not eating you. I want to see my toes. Face it. You chocolate cake, you. I rebuke you. I bind you. You mountain of chocolate cake. Be thrown into the sea. I want to see my toes this year. Courage, Miriam Webster says, courage is the mental or moral strength to venture. I tell you what, you need courage to venture. Some of you want to start businesses this year. Ask anybody who's an entrepreneur here. It's not easy. Shem, I see some of our people who are really trying things. It's almost like there are people who are just waiting for you. It's a one mistake. You know, you do 99 things right and one thing wrong. Oh, And sometimes it's very sad because with sometimes with the news media, some of your wrongs, they never get redeemed. It doesn't matter how long. You know, they can write a nice article about you and say, so-and-so did this, that was nice. The former embattled. And, and this embattled, and I had 50 years ago. But you wonder this, this journalist, why why must they bring the former? You just have to have courage to let them talk and still do what God wants you to do. Yeah. You need to have the courage to still hold your head up high. Because in God, there's a second chance. In God, there's a thing called forgiveness. In God, there's a thing called redemption. In God, there's a thing called new beginnings. In God, there's a thing called new creature. 
In God, all things pass away. All things become new. In God, he comes out after you. When you allow your mistakes to stop you from fulfilling your destiny like Peter, Jesus will come to you and say, ah, you can't. Never. Yeah, but God, I've done this. God says it's it's part of growing. I give you permission to blow it. You have a right to Yeah, just reboot and come back. How many of you are rebooting this year in Jesus' name? Yeah. But you need courage, Bazalan, to go back again to a failed project. To start again after you've fallen dismally. Take courage to hold your head up high. To stand before people and say, I'm sorry, I blew it. To allow them to feel however they feel, to feed you back whichever, social media, emails, whatever they say. But you say, I'm going to start again. Takes courage. I tell you, there's times when you have to talk to you. Your biggest enemy at that time is not the devil, it's you. It's your way of thinking. It's the attitude of your mind. It's how determined you are. It takes courage. I'm telling you. It takes courage. Say, I'm going to go this way. I see God giving you courage in Jesus' name. I said, I see God giving you courage in Jesus' name. The Cambridge English Dictionary defines courage as the ability to control your fear in a dangerous or difficult situation. Let me close with these four points. Courage is simply, number one, bravery in the face of danger. You're facing danger. You're facing Goliath. Mara, you are brave. <laughs> I was listening to T.D. Jakes talking about courage. I just loved what he was teaching. I'm going to steal some of that. I've already declared. I haven't stolen it yet. I love, I love what, the way he was talking about this. Incidentally, he read from this. He says, God says to Joshua, be strong. It's amazing. Courage is what you decide to become. Yeah, you have to be brave. Even if you feel fear, you just be brave. Yeah. Because you see, if you base your life on emotions, emotions are not reliable. I'm telling you. I just told you, if I was to go with what my body is telling me right now, I wouldn't be preaching. And if I was to go by the response that you are giving me now, <laughs> I wouldn't be preaching, as they say in Ghana, at all. At all. That's why God told the prophet, Jeremiah, he says, don't be afraid of their faces. Yeah. The way they look at you, it mustn't affect your sermon. That's why Laban, that's why Oh, that's the day Oh, Because if you allow those things to intimidate you and your emotions and your feelings and your hormones, you see, sometimes hormones play tricks on us. Someday I also have a when I like a left foot. My go anybody who will come across your path. And the problem is you won't admit who is you. But it takes courage to do right even when you, don't, if you feel bad inside. It takes courage. Number two, courage is steadfastness in the face of opposition. 
We are already acknowledging that we will be opposed. Yeah. You know, there are people who want to kill the vision God has given you. I was telling them in the first service, you know, when we were trying to build the church, we, we went out looking and there was this organization that helps churches to build churches. They help you with finance. And we approached them to go and ask for money for them to help us. And you know, it's so sad when people string you on for an hour talking to you and then at the end they say no. <laughs> Have you ever been there? <laughs> Could they speak to you Everything. So this person spoke to us, telling us on. And then at the end, they asked us a question and used an expression I'd never heard before. They said, we see everything. Did you do a feasibility study? Give <laughs> If you what? <laughs> Feasibility study. Then, and then I want to understand. You see, what you are supposed to do is this. And they went on for another 30 minutes. At the end, but look, we can't help you. This thing yellow now will never work. It broke in a million pieces. It's only in hindsight I realized this person, when they looked at us, we were too young for them to take on a project that size. Yeah. And then we went to the banks. All the banks in South Africa, all of them turned us down. I'm not afraid of telling the banking sector that. Even the ones that we banked with for years, all of a sudden we were too risky. And they were trying to lie to me that they don't give churches loans. And I know why churches they've given loans to. I know them because I know the inside story. We had enough security. We could show you from our income, we could repay the loan. There was no risk about the, the problem. We were the wrong color. They, but they wouldn't say that. They, they clouded up in all kinds of language. And then finally they said, no, it's because your area is redlined. Russia was happy because I can see the red line. I can't read it. I can't read it. I can't read it. I tell you, when you go through that, you can give up. That's the day I decided. Those two, those two experiences, that's the day I decided. I said, you know what? I'll never put my trust in mankind again. Never. Never. Now, I'm not saying people can't help you. I'm not saying we won't let people help us. But I'll never make people my source. Never. And I realized human beings, even analysts, you know, a few years ago, there's several things about the economy, they never got it right. Yeah. Kimoko America. The recent votes. They didn't say Donald Trump was going to win. So sometimes you people, you trust analysts too much. I'm not saying we shouldn't trust them. I'm saying they're also human. Yeah. They are not God. Yeah. They may predict that you'll fail, but heaven has a different yeah. report about you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I only discovered when we were finishing this first, pro, uh, first phase of the church, our other contractor who happened to 
When we finally finished and he gave us the keys, he cried. Because he is in solidarity. You know, I said, this guy's crying. You know what he said to me? I couldn't believe. When he gave me the keys, he cried. He said, I didn't believe you can do it. Yeah, here's a guy that we signed as a contractor. He's building our church. He's been sending us invoices that we've paid and we never left on one. But he still didn't believe. Didn't believe in us. Some of you have to shake that off. I tell you. They may not believe in you. But there's a God in heaven. There's a God in heaven. Yeah. God says you've got to be courageous. You're going to face these obstacles. You're going to face all these things. If God has spoken to you about it, and you know it comes from God, and you know you've heard from heaven, God says, I'm with you. Skawara. People may tell you a feasibility study. They may tell you you are redlined. They may tell you all kinds of stories. But now I'm with you. Through the fear, through the fire, through the delays, through the failures, through the embarrassments, through humiliation. I mean, when we left that office, I felt humiliated. Feasibility study came. Akayeta. And at the end, um, blah, blah, no. At the end, um, so. But I prophesy a new, 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 new portion for you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Courage is action in the face of resistance. Yeah. Action. And number four, courage is optimism. In the face of despair. But Zalana, we are surrounded by too much negativity. You know, when I travel around in other parts of the world, and, and I'm not trying to make light of our problems. But South Africa, we have so much to celebrate. There's still so much good. And we can get better if you were to get out of that negative mode. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much good we have. All our problems. So much good. But you see, when you don't have courage, we will allow a spirit of despair. And sometimes that's what some of these news people are doing. When you read some of these newspapers, it's just negative story from... Hey. Even when the matriculants have passed by Yabapas, it's a bar. How about you? Some people... And if you get caught in that negativity, you won't go far with your life. Let people be negative. It's okay. They have a right. I get it. We have rights. Is there a human right to be negative? Maralena is my human right to be positive. Yeah. Uh, uh. And I pray God will really help you this year. Hold the hand of that champion next to you. Hold the hand of that man, that woman. Can you just pray for them? That God will grant them a courageous spirit. Let's have the musicians up on stage.